What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. This is the podcast to help you develop a healthy mind and keep your body aligned. Health is not just about a number on the scale or what you look like in the mirror, although those things do matter. It's a condition of physical, mental, spiritual, and social well-being with the absence of disease, discomfort, and the ability to adapt to life's challenges with vitality and resilience. Here we'll discuss all the ways you can optimize your mind, body, and soul. So please join me each week as we dive into all things health. If you'd like to help support the show, you can leave a rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. Invest into your own health with any of the programs I have listed on my website or share the podcast with a friend or on social media. Be sure to tag me. All the links will be in the show notes. Now, for today's topic of discussion, we'll be discussing hiring a coach or a trainer. And I have listed numerous reasons for why you should and why you shouldn't. So let's dive into today's topic. But before we do that, I do want to say for any uh, avid listeners of the show, um, you'll, you'll, you'll start to notice I'm, there's some changes coming along here with the show and everything I'm doing. Um, so let me know what you think, because <laughs> uh, I'm totally shooting from the hip with everything I'm doing right now. And your feedback means a lot. If you like what I'm doing, um, let me know. The intro song, I think, so for quick context, if you haven't heard me spew about this on the show before, I've been podcasting for over three years. Um, that's why, like, if you if you ever, I don't know if you can see it, if you were to actually go on it, but I use a, a podcasting platform called Podbean, and they distribute it out. And if you go on the website, on if you go on, on my page on Podbean, you'll see I have like 5,000 downloads if to, versus like 120 episodes. And the numbers really don't add up. Like, I don't, where's my phone? Let's see what the math is actually been. Now I'm kind of curious. 5,000 divided by 125. So it'd be like 40 downloads an episode, and I probably don't average that much. Um, some of my better episodes will get like 40 to 50 downloads, but on average, I'm probably somewhere in like the 20s. So um, I've been podcasting for three years, and if you look at those numbers, it wouldn't really make sense. Uh, but now you would know, because I deleted, I did another, po- I, I rebranded the podcast like two years ago. And so anyway, long story short, um, the intro song I have is pr- I've probably been using for like two years and it just didn't feel like the energy I want to bring to the podcast anymore. Um, there will probably be the episode because like that song, like that kind of music, like fires me the fuck up and there's going to be times for that. But I feel like my own, this is the best way I can describe it. Like my own energy is shifting in a different direction. And I am one of the like the seasons of life I'm in. I'm just like I'm really just like into listening to my own intuition. So even if there's not an explanation for it fully, I'm just rolling with the punches. So that's that's what uh, we're doing here. So you're gonna you're gonna see it all. And so today, I want to discuss hiring a coach. Um, can it be helpful? Can it not be? I mean, there's there's two sides to every coin, right? So I'm gonna actually discuss both of them. And 
um, we'll see how it goes from there because I'll, I'll have people reach out to me about working with me one-on-one and then they'll, I'll list some of the reasons why what people usually tell me why they don't want to hire a coach or a trainer right away or anything like that. Um, and, you know, so I do in-person training and online coaching. And the one thing I want to say is there are differences within both. So, and there are like, there is, you get different benefits from both. So let me first start by defining like the difference between hiring an online coach and an in-person trainer. So if you get an in-person trainer and I'm generalizing here, this isn't always the case. Like, um, I will help my clients outside of the scope of these things for in-person trainer for as an in-person trainer. So when, when you hire an in-person trainer, it's realistic, really you're paying for their time for the hour, half an hour, two hours, whatever it is that you sign up to work with them for. So you're literally just paying for time. Um, so you get them for that hour. Now, a good coach or trainer, and this is just pers- my own personal opinion. So if you ever go work with an in-person trainer, they don't do this and you get frustrated, just understand it. Like the, this is my personal opinion and I am the type of person who likes to go above and beyond, um, not do the bare minimum. So take this for what it is. Um, now, a good in-person trainer would still help you with your nutrition, like have meaningful conversation with you because, uh, you know, the way I view in-person training is we're, we're okay. So I heard someone say before, like a a coach is more like a a master of a craft, and and I don't necessarily agree with this, but I think it's another way of looking at it. And a trainer is just like a master of movement, and um and I think that was like a a bit of a reach using the word master for either one. Um, but with that being said. Movement or trainers are more like movement coaches and coaches just like help you with all of it. And I don't necessarily agree with that because train so what we learn from certifications and probably even college education, like if someone had a, a bachelor's degree in sports science, I don't actually know about this one, but uh, I'm just going to make a guess. They don't really teach you how to move well. You just understand how the body moves if, if you can grasp that difference there. So there's one thing about understanding how your body is like mechanically supposed to move, just like how a car is mechanically supposed to run, and then, um, and then applying it. So just because you get a certification or a college degree doesn't mean you uh, can apply it well. And so whichever way you go with either one, like a trainer or a coach, there's just understand that just because they have the information doesn't mean they know how to apply it well. Anybody can go online today and understand the basic movement patterns, uh, understand the basics of nutrition, understand the basics of like mental health, and then start to share that information and call themselves a coach without knowing how to apply it. And so I just think that's a really important understanding to have before you go into any of this. But anyway, so coach versus trainer. Trainer, uh, you, re- you pay for the hour, two hours, whatever it is, and they just help take you through a workout. Um, and then a coach on the other hand is going to help you with the whole picture. They're going to help you with the whole picture. Now you could have a movement coach because like when it comes to the world of coaching and trainers and stuff, there's so much fucking complexity to it. Now there's like, you can be a coach for anything. Like that's why you have to like specify, specify it. So, uh, it's confusing even for me and I'm in that world, but I digress there. So, um, a trainer really is just going to put you through a workout 
they might understand some like the basic movement patterns, how to coach and exercise and how to help you get your heart rate up in a um, effective and healthy manner for yourself, safe manner for yourself. Whereas a coach is going to help you like with the whole picture. So they're going to help you with nutrition. They're going to work with you on your mindset and then they're going to help you write workout programs um, or they're going to write you workout programs. So that's kind of the big distinction. Whereas, uh, and, and not every coach is going to do this way, but for the most part, it's like you're going to pay for a coaching service or like kind of like Netflix, but for coaching with a coach. And then a trainer is going to be like, you're going to pay for the hour. So if you hired like a consultant uh, for, you know, a project you're working on at work or for your house and you buy an hour of their time type of thing. So a trainer, that's kind of like the differences there. And now, so like where could the benefit come for either one of those? Cause maybe you understand nutrition, but you don't understand, like, you know how to eat healthy, but you don't know what to do in the gym. And so you just want to hire a trainer. You don't need a coach, but maybe you want the whole picture. So you want to hire a coach, not a trainer. So whichever route you want to go down, um, here are some of the, the benefits to hiring a coach, like some of the reasons, some of the reasons to hire a coach and some of the reasons not to hire a coach. So, um, let's start with some of the reasons why you shouldn't hire a coach. Let's start with some of the reasons why you should not hire a coach. Let's be real. It's going to cost you extra money. So I'm just going to hit that one right off the bat. This is the most common thing I hear from people. Money's a very real thing. We can't act like it's not. Um, everyone will be like, I have had Dozens of people who will say to me, um, you know, my health's the most important thing, but <laughs> the cost matters. And so I think um, I'm just going to hit on this like, as the coach in me is coming out. It's like pay attention to the way you speak to yourself if you can, like if you really care because um, I think when it comes to – like the mindset, the mental health of it all, like the way you speak matters. And so I want you to think about for a moment what that statement is saying. Like my, like there, I can't put a price on my, my, I've heard this so many times. I can't put a price on my health, but you know, I live in the real world. So I have to pay my bills, like something like that. You're saying that your health is the most important thing, but it's not the most important thing the money is. And I'm not saying that you should go crazy spending money on food or and like invest all this money into your health. You know what I mean? Money's a real thing, but be mindful of the way you speak about it. Don't say that it's the most important thing and then do the opposite. Because what are you saying to yourself on a deeper subconscious level? Right? This is why like I'm changing my intro because to me, all of this stuff is all connected mental, physical, uh, spiritual well-being. Like it's all connected, all of it. So um, it's all health. And so when you talk about like a subconscious thing, maybe that gets into the realm of spiritual. I think that's science too. I think it's all the same fucking shit. That's just my personal opinion though. Okay, so cost is a real thing. So you have to factor that in there. And again, just my personal opinion, but it's really worth uh, evaluating how you speak to yourself about these things. Like if, if health isn't the most important thing to you and the way you uh, spend your money is a good indication of that, then just be real with yourself about it. Um, if you want your health to be your most important thing, you're gonna have to start investing. But if money is more important to you than your own health, that's a real thing. I think there's plenty of people out there who are this way. That is one reason why you should not hire a coach. And to be completely honest with you, I think it's a very valid reason. And because the what you'll learn from doing this on your own, if you're truly committed, is profound. You will learn so fucking much about yourself. It'll take you longer, but 
it's so fucking worth it. Like if you are really committed to your health long-term. Um, so cost is a very real thing. And I kind of hit on another reason there. It's like you, maybe you want to learn on your own. Um, I hear people talking about like how they're stubborn and all these things. Like I'm a stubborn ass bitch, which is why I never hired a coach or a trainer because I really wanted to learn how to take care of myself on my own. I didn't care about the shortcuts. I didn't care about the quick fixes. I didn't need the answers right, right away. Although looking back on it now, I don't, I don't, I didn't need those things, but in the moment I would have thought I did. It was very interesting, but I wanted to learn on my own. I'm a very stubborn person and I acknowledge that. So that was a route I sought. Um, and so if you're like me in any way capacity, like you're stubborn and you want to learn this stuff on your own and like, you're really, really committed. Like don't, again, don't bullshit yourself. And the, 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 the truth here is that we have to be honest with ourselves about how and who we really are. So, um, don't just say you want to learn on your own when you really want help because you want the quack, the quicker results. Um, again, that'll kind of be a topic for the, why you should hire a coach. Um, but if you really want to learn on your own, like be real with yourself about that. So the next thing is, um, if you're scared, like you have a fear of judgment, like, you know, cause I mean, as if you're hiring an in-person trainer, especially, hold on. if you're hiring an in-person trainer, especially like that person's going to be sitting there watching you exercise. Um, and you have a fear of judgment, it might not be worth it to hire a coach or I'm sorry, especially an in-person trainer. You're going to get the same thing with a coach too. Um, because like when I work with my online clients, like we talk about some serious shit, uh, we like, I'm helping them alter their lifestyle. And, uh, if you have a fear of people judging you for what you do, how you do anything like that, it might not be worth hiring a coach cause it could exacerbate it until you uncover what's underneath all of that. Like what's causing the fear of judgment? Like you might not even need to, to go that far. Um, you could just accept it and be okay with it in the moment if you recognize what it is. But you know everyone's gonna work at their different at different pace and stuff like that. So if you're scared, you got a fear of judgment. Maybe you got a fear of failure. You don't want to let somebody else down, and that's like a, a something that could hinder your progress. Because I, I could see that one going both ways. Some people have, like they don't want to let people get down. They don't want to. They have a fear of disappointment. And so they'll use that, use that to their advantage. I guess this is a, a, an advantage point one uh, when it comes to coaching or hiring a coach. Uh, you have someone to be accountable to. Um, but you can use that to your advantage or it could be a disadvantage. If you know disappointing someone will like ultimately spiral you downward into a negative path, maybe it's not worth it. You know, So if you're scared of judgment, if you don't want to disappoint people and you have like a huge fear around that one, I would make the argument like moving through fears is even better. That's just my personal opinion. Um, it's not easy. It's not comfortable. It does suck. But moving through fears, uh, like facing them head on, is been the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. That's just my personal opinion. Um, timing. Timing's a very real thing. Timing's a very real thing. Um, maybe the circumstances in your life don't account for you really being able to work with a coach or a trainer right now and really committing to your health so for example like if you know that if you hire a coach or trainer you're you're going all in you're going all the fuck in on your health no matter what um but right now in your life during this season you're taking care of the kids um you're helping out with the grandkids maybe works uh super busy or maybe like you just retired and you want to just do nothing for two weeks a month two years, like whatever it is, then maybe it's not a good time for you. Maybe it's not a good time for you. 
right? And so that timing is a very real thing. And then, and then the last thing I really want to, or maybe there's two more things. Well, one more, and then I'm going to wrap it up with something that kind of encompasses all of it. The last thing is just uh, commitment. Like if you're if you're not committed to your goals, like you know you want to lose weight, but you're really not committed. And that could kind of be a timing thing too. But you're not committed. Like you know you'll work out because you like to work out, you like to exercise, but you're not committed to the nutrition. Or you could do the nutrition and the workouts, but you're not committed to mindset because you're, you know, for whatever reason, you don't want to dig into the deep depths of your own mind, you know, whatever it is, like whatever people want to do, you know, I understand. I used to use alcohol to mitigate uh, how I really felt deep down. So like, I understand, like I totally get it. Um, being committed is a very real thing. It's a very important factor. Like, are you truly fucking committed to this? Are you truly committed? And you know, I, I gotta be honest, I'm just gonna speak from like my own personal experience here. I don't know if you can quantify the amount of commitment you actually have in the moments. You can say one thing, but I've come to this huge realization lately that, uh, you know, when I got into business three years ago, and even when I think about my health and fitness, those two things are just, um, they're so connected to me. It's such a, both of them are such a development of my own um, personal growth. And I don't think I realized how committed I was to the business aspect of my life now. Three years ago when I started to make all these changes, like when I started to do the podcast, right? So um, the commitment grows. Like I feel like commitment, desire, these things you have to build over a period of time and you're gonna come up against struggles and um, challenges and that's where it's like your your commitment is really gonna be tested and and. It's not about if you fail, if you're, it defines if you're committed. What really defines if you're committed is if you, not, not if, but when you fail, can you get back up? When you fail, can you get back up? So if you fall off track on a weekend, can you get back on track? Or better yet, how quickly can you? Um, is it going to take you one day? Is there like a one day buffer period? Is there a 12 hour day buffer period? Is there or a 12 hour day buffer period? What kind of fucking sense does that make? Is there a 12 hour buffer? Um, you know, so like how quickly can you get back up? Okay. Now that we talked about why you shouldn't hire a coach, let's discuss why you should. Um, and I actually want to catch myself on what I'm saying here. The words should and supposed to, like they're words, but um, I'm trying to like use them less because I feel like they imply uh, an absolute. Like you have to do something and you don't. Um, you don't need to work on your health at all, guys. I'm just going to be real with y'all. You don't have to work on your health at all. You can just be a lazy bitch the rest of your life. And that's okay. Whatever you want to do. But I'm here to try to convince everybody to be healthy. So um, it's totally worth it. Okay, so why you should hire a coach or a trainer. So again, whether whether you're seeking a coach for an entire lifestyle change or whether you're seeking a trainer just to get help with the gym, um, either one, it removes the thinking out of the equation for you. It removes the thinking out of the equation for you. Um, and we can tie, like I talked a little bit about fear earlier. So if you have a fear of hurting yourself, like you want to be, you don't want to get injured in the gym. So maybe hiring a trainer is worth it. Although <laughs> I will say this, just because you hire a trainer does not mean you're going to get hurt, not going to get hurt. Um, being able to communicate as a in-person trainer, one of the things I've learned is like you have to be able to communicate with a client to understand what they're feeling and experiencing because this notion of no pain, no gain has this um, 
this bleed into workouts as if like you're supposed to feel agonizing fucking pain when you're doing a bench press and you're not. There's a difference between like nervy, pinching, agonizing pain and discomfort from muscular activation. Um, so I just want to emphasize that point really fast. But if you have a fear of getting injured in the gym, in the gym hiring a trainer is worth it. Um, I'm going to say this because I think some of you are going to see credentials from a, a coach or a trainer. And, um, okay, I'll just say this. If you need to see credentials, I am not your guy. Maybe you should turn this podcast off now because you're not going to catch me with any of these certifications. Um, but at the same time, just because somebody has these credentials does not mean they can help you stay injury-free. Knowledge from education is just knowledge. It doesn't mean they know how to apply it in an effective manner that can allow you to see the maximum amount of results so you can get the most out of the workouts. Some people, don't un- they understand how the muscle moves, they don't, but they don't understand biomechanics. And what the differences there are is muscles just move a joint so your bicep just moves your elbow biomechanics is the mechanism of how your body moves organically and that's a definition i just came out with off the fly and that actually feels pretty good feels like a pretty good uh, definition Um, but how your body is supposed to move and function well so please just understand those things um it's worth like vetting someone and I don't know how to walk somebody through that. But if anybody wants me to come up with something for that, let me know because I probably could. Um, okay, so removing the thinking out of the equation for you so you don't have to think about all the things you got to think about. Um, although I will say this, if you ever, if you decide to work with me in my coaching program, um, I do make you think because mindset's important. Um, I give you frameworks to help you develop a healthy life I won't give you a meal plan in that. I will help you come up with a meal plan, but I won't write you a meal plan because that shit doesn't help you long-term. Just my opinion. Anyway, okay, so they remove, they help you remove the thinking out of the equation for you. Now, uh, implementation is the next reason I want to say. Implementation. So what do I mean by that? So you have the knowledge. I was talking about this like with the education. You have knowledge, but how do you apply it? And not everybody understands how to apply the knowledge. So that's another reason why hiring a coach is really beneficial or a trainer is really beneficial because it's there's implementation, right? So you know, like if you go to the gym, you know, you can do bench press, you can do squats, you can do some type of hip hinge, deadlift, whatever. But like, how do I do sets and reps? How heavy should I go? How many reps should I do? Um, should I push myself to failure? Like there's all these questions and hiring a trainer can help you understand how to implement that. Hiring a coach can help you impl- understand how to implement it all into your lifestyle. And so implementing the information that you learn is another really useful reason for hiring a coach. Next up is strategizing, right? Strategizing. So a lot of my clients will come up against blocks for as far as online coaching is concerned. And I guess this is more of a testament to online coaching, although it applies to in-person trainer to, and training too. Um, but strategizing. So a lot of my clients will come up uh, against blocks, like whether it's a mental, emotional, physical block, whatever, like a plateau in the gym. And one of the things that I am here for is to help them strategize to overcome these blockages. So as an example, one of my clients a few months ago, she was having a tough time um, 
seeing movement on the scale. And so like I was trying to get her to shift her focus and build momentum in a positive direction. And so in her workouts, I had her kind of go off plan for a day and she was doing deadlifts and I had her test out her one rep max. She had a goal of um, not just moving the scale and seeing fat loss, but she had a goal of hitting, uh, I believe it was like a body weight deadlift. And so I had her put the, her body weight on the bar to deadlift. I'm not physically. <laughs> she wasn't like laying on the bar and pulling herself. She was, she was, um, she put the, the weights that equated her body weight on there. And so she did that and she felt really good afterwards. And that was what I was going for. I wanted to get her her mind off of the scale and fat loss and focusing on oh shit I'm a I'm a strong ass bitch and I can do this thing right so I'm strategizing these things strategizing these things like if you have having mental blocks because you can't overcome some type of a mental habit then like how do we strategize around these things right and that's what a coach can help you with a trainer can too with strategizing workouts um how to like grow your biceps more whatever um support Support, and this goes for a trainer and a coach, trainer and a coach, because trainers, like, I find myself in training sessions, in-person training sessions, I'm just as much a therapist. <laughs> um, sometimes it just means just listening to people, and sometimes it means actually having a conversation and challenging people a little bit, but in-person or online coaching, like, you have that support system, and one of the things I've really dove into with my online coaching program is uh, a community, having a community as well. Again, this is just my take on it. So if you're just listening to me because you like hearing my voice for whatever other reason and maybe you have a coach or you have a trainer or you're seeking another coach or a trainer, um, I can't say this is true across the board. This is just my take on it all. Next up is, and this kind of goes to support, but encouragement, encouragement. Um, one of the things is, you know, one of the when I first got started, I had a client who kept, telling me she was a kindergarten teacher and I learned a lot from her because she just kept talking about like positive reinforcement for kids and I was like wait I could probably apply this in my coaching and so it really be began me down this pathway of like okay where does positive reinforcement fit into the scope of coaching clients and what I found is that you know everyone's a little bit different <laughs> some people need more of that than others excuse me but encouragement is a very real thing when it comes to coaching whether you need someone to push you to challenge you more um one of the things i learned from in-person training is having someone to like yell at you when you're going for one rep max really seems to help people and that's really cool so i help people push themselves in training and i help people push themselves in you know changing their lifestyle, whatever it is, or just offer that support system, have someone to lean on, right? So encouragement, support, I guess they kind of go hand on hand. And the last thing, and I guess this could go with encouragement and support as well, but I really want to separate this and discuss it a little bit, is borrowing belief. And okay, so I think this is where, this, is, this, this type of topic is why I think I needed, now I'm just kind of speaking to myself, why I think I needed to shift focus with the podcast and just change the the way I'm going to word it is energetic dynamic of my podcast and like everything I'm doing online um, to really hone in on what I want to discuss more because I think when I talk about something like borrowing belief, I don't know if I'm right about this, um, but this feels like more of like a, 
this might be like a mental topic, but like maybe more of a spiritual one. And again, me personally, I don't think you can separate any of them. I think we are, we have to, we, everything is integrated. The idea of separation is an illusion. It's like mental health and, and physical health are the same thing because health is all of it. And so when we talk about borrowing belief, what I mean by this is when people start working with me, they don't believe they can, and this isn't everybody, they don't believe that they can accomplish their goals. They do not believe it. And I think one good indication of this, and I just actually really want to emphasize this one thing because I talk a lot of hypotheses, I guess, hypothesis. I'm talking theory a lot of time. When I say I'm, I think like this is the truth, I'm not 100% sure because I feel like I'm still in my infancy of coaching. But I think one good indication that people don't truly believe in themselves is how quickly they see results. And that could be a byproduct of how fast they implement what you say to them. So again, you can find all the information out there about how to get healthy. How quickly can you implement it and how quickly can you see success from it? And I think that is a good indication of your level of belief in yourself. And I could be wrong about this. It could just be my experience in the world. Um, Like looking back on it now, like with my health and and even business, like that's probably pretty accurate. It took me three years to really start to hone in on my my health. And I could probably say the same thing about business now. (laughs) Wow, those things are eerily accurate. So um, how quickly you can implement the information that you you accrue is a good indication of that. But um, one of the things I've realized about my clients is when they start working with me, it's some of them really don't believe in themselves that much. Some of them do. Some of them really do. It's really cool. It's actually inspiring to me and it probably rubs off on me too. Um, But one of the things that they get from working with me is the belief that they can do it. Because as a coach or a trainer, again, I'm just going to speak from my own experience. I don't know if this is accurate across the board for every coach or trainer out there. But if you're in this field, man, I guess I'm really just going to speak to my own personal opinions here. I feel like you should be able to not just talk to talk, but walk the walk. Like you can't just say the things to be healthy, but you have to embody it. And all the things I talk about when it comes to health, like I live, it's it's who I am, it's not just what I do. And wow, we're at a 30 minute long podcast here, let's go. Um, it's not just who I am, it's what I do. And so because I believe in myself so much that I can, that I because I lost the weight that I gained, because I've obtained the health I've been looking for, because my mind is at a place that I never thought was imaginable, um, I feel more connected to myself than I've ever had in my entire life. Like I know because I can do it, you can do it too. Like I know that without a question in my mind and the more people I work with, it just furthers my belief. The more people I help, it just furthers my belief. The more people I see make these changes and see the results, it just furthers my belief. And then what I do is I give that belief to you. I give that belief to you. And so like this is why, like this is how you, like if you're making it this far in the podcast, like I hope you fucking feel that. You feel what I'm saying right now because if you're listening to this, you don't even have to be working with me for me to know that you can fucking do this. You can absolutely achieve your goals. And sometimes you will not be able to see that in the beginning. It's understandable. I've been there. And again, in 
fitness and in business, in health and in business, I have been there. I did not believe in myself. I took the actions anyway. It took me three years to build the belief within myself in both scenarios. Holy shit, that's the fucking truth. Three years in both to truly believe that I could actually do it. But thinking about it now, if I had hired a coach or a trainer, and I'm glad I didn't, but if I did, that belief might have been there sooner. Because you're borrowing the belief somebody else. And and the example I have for myself actually is my friend Shane. He does listen to the show sometimes. I don't know how much he listens to it anymore. But Shane, I think I've shared this with you before. This is the, what I'm about to say is the truest thing that may not ever come out of my mouth, but it's up there. Um, when Shane and I first became friends, I was like in my infancy and trying to start a business. It was like a side hustle at the time. And because he had grown a business, and I'm going to probably fuck up the numbers but like he had helped grown a small he had he was a personal trainer himself and he had grown a small business into like i think a 10 million dollar business i think could be wrong about that um but because he had done the, th- the thing already he knew it was possible and he came from circumstances in life that were uh different than mine and harder to come out of than mine and so he like essentially lent his belief in me to me until I could build it myself and it kept and that like knowing somebody else believed in me helped continue to allow me to cultivate that belief within myself and continue to push forward in the face of the adversity in the face of the adversity because there were times where him and I would have conversations um, when I was really struggling and his belief in me helped me push forward it helped me build my own belief and so hiring a coach or hiring a, tra- hiring a trainer can help you build that belief. I'm not going to say this is going to be 100% accurate across the board because I'm thinking about it right now. I've met a lot of coaches and trainers since I've been in this space, and I don't know if every coach or trainer is going to help you build that belief within yourself. I can't say that for 100% accuracy because I've been around coaches and trainers who do not – it is just a occupation for them. It's not a way of life. It's just an occupation because fitness is cool. Maybe they like the culture. I don't know what it is, but it's just an occupation for them. Health and fitness is not a way of life. It is just an occupation. And so in that case, they're just going to put you through a workout. They're just going to help you with your workouts. They're just going to help you with your nutrition, like whatever it is. And this is the same thing if you hire a nutritionist. They might not, it might not, they might not be about it. They might just talk about it. And there's a difference because if they are about it, if they don't just talk about it, but they are about it, then they can help you build the belief within yourself to cultivate everything you need to make this shit last you forever. And when I say forever, until you die, because, you know, who knows when you get to the afterlife, you may not need these skill sets anymore. They're just a human thing. So I think I'm going to wrap it up there. That was good. 35 fucking minutes long. But if you hung around, this might actually be the type of dynamics of the podcast moving forward, because this is actually how I am all the time. I think, uh, I'll be honest for a moment. I think I've bottled that up a bit. Like I go off on tangents. I have a lot of thoughts around topics and I'm going to allow myself to go off on these tangents moving forward. Um, because I think they add a little bit of spice to the podcast, yo, but it might just mean that the podcast are a little bit longer. So anyway, thank you all for tuning into today's episode. Um, 
I think I, ha- I have an outro now, too. We're going to find it. Oh, okay. So if you want to support the show in any way, shape, or form, I would really appreciate that. You can share the podcast on social media. Tag me. Uh, tag the podcast. I do have an Instagram for the podcast. All of the links will be in the show notes. You can leave a rate and review on Spotify and iTunes. That stuff really does help support the show, guys. Please, I would really appreciate that. And last but not least, you can invest back into your own health by looking into some of the programs that I have listed on my website. Right now, I just have mobility programs, but going forward, I'm working on my 12-week-long menopause mastery program. This shit's going to be fucking epic. It's going to change the game. I'm actually going to do a whole podcast on that next. I'm going to do a couple podcasts here today, and I'm going to go back to working on that because I want to try to get that out to you all before the end of the month. I just put a hard date on that before the end of the month. And if you want to work with me one-on-one in coaching, that stuff is really what helps me do all these things. Um, You can find the link in the show notes to apply to work with me today. Without any further ado, I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace out, y'all.